This is your announcer, Clive Blandington III, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Lifecast. Disturbed are asking fans to pick if they want their next single to be a ballad or a heavy song. I vote choice C, a funeral dirge, in honor of David D. Rainman dying when he fell off the stage trying to slap the cell phone out of a fan's hand. What? That didn't happen yet? You didn't hear that from me. And now, here's the Metal Injection Life cast. Clive Blandington. Yeah, the Clive cast. Clive filling in for his brother Chuck, who's under the weather tonight. Thank you, Clive. The third. It's the Metal Injection Live cast. You right? Rob has a potato chip in his throat. When doesn't he? No. Right after I finish. Had to stick it in his mouth before the mic's turned on. Calling you out. Uh, no, I'm actually holding on to it until I finish oh. introducing everyone on episode 473 of the Metal Isn't Injection. It 474 of the Metal Injection Live cast. I'm always one behind. Oh. It's sacrificial. Wait, you're always the one behind? I guess that'll make you the top. Yeah, that's correct. We have sacrificial Sydney. Nancy mm. Noah. What? I don't want to be Nancy Noah. What do you want? What do you want to be? I don't know. Nudnik. Neutron. Neutron <laughs> Noah. Nougat Nona. Nona. <laughs> Was that going to be your name to compete with Metal Sanaz back in the days? No- Nug- Neutron Noga? Noah bringing you all the latest in heavy metal news. <laughs> you always wore a Power Band 5000 shirt. <laughs> No, I would wear something like dorky and power metal because I'm into science. Yeah, Neutron. They were a space band. Yes, right? your, your debate show would be Splitting Atoms. That would be the name of oh, the Oh, yeah, show. I like that. Very You're good. welcome. Thank you for your contribution. And then Robotic Raba. Diametric Darren. Neutron Noah. What's it's the- Neutron Noah bringing you the latest headlines in heavy metal news. Up first is Sepultura. They're playing another show. You know who you won't see there? Rob from Metal Injection. Because he'll be at home eating potato chips. And that's the end of Heavy Metal News with Neutron Noah. Wow, all right. Very good. Great great imaging. I'm a professional. I've been doing this for over a decade. That was great, Noah. Good job. Thank you. Uh, I believe that's Neutron Noah to you. Neutron. Oh, shit. I <laughs> thought I was uh, in the inner circle. I guess not. This is Neutron Noah. I also want to mention we're going to have a very special guest momentarily from a hot up-and-coming band that all the kids are talking about. The band's called Manta. And kids, you're going to want to listen to these guys. We have the front man. His name is Hanno. What would his scientific name be? I guess Hanno sounds pretty scientific. Halo Hanno. on Hanno? Oh. I'd be into it. Observers say that a large uh, man wearing a red devil suit was spotted following Dave Mustaine around his uh, place of residence this week. The man kept claiming he was the devil, but he's not. not. (laughs) Could we hire an intern just to do that? I don't want Rob to do it. But then Rob has to fly to wherever Dave Mustaine is. That's true. Like, how great would that be? There's a devil following me. 
What's happening? Rob probably wouldn't even have to dress up if Dave just knew that that's Rob from Metal Injection who would think it was the devil following him. Oh. He's very beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. What a nice compliment. I guess I was wrong. Well, I was half right. He is very beautiful, but he is red. Little did I know. (laughs) The greatest trick the devil ever performed was convincing me that he was not not red. (laughs) The greatest trick the devil ever performed was risk. (laughs) Convincing me to do risk. Officially not responsible. (laughs) And, and, you know, you see people think that he's like red. He's got a goatee and a pointy tail and stuff like that. He doesn't. He's very beautiful. Uh, I think I know a little bit more about this than you do. He's very beautiful. I love that condescending. He's very beautiful. He's very beautiful. I'm trying to think like how many weeks in a row of hearing that drop till it's not funny, and I can't I think can't, of a number. I think it's just that's going to be gold forever. 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 Yeah. forever. It's, in the it's new... a very beautiful drop. Forever. <laughs> it's in the new canon. <laughs> Freedom! <clears throat> What's going on, Rob? You want to be a part of the show? I want to let you know. You can dial six, uh, not six four six. That's our. <laughs> you old. almost gave oh, your God. phone number again. Uh, the number is two one three wide nut. It's two one three nine four three three six eight eight. I thought you got thirty percent of the way through your phone over there. I thought we had a shot. <laughs> I have a question for you. How often do you give your phone number a week that you make this mistake? I haven't made this mistake in a while. It was, uh, I don't know. That was probably, you know, a good six or seven years ago that you did that on the air. And that's take, taken out, right? At least that long ago. Yeah. I think longer than I'm that. I sure hope so. Did we edit that out? I don't even remember. I hope so. We must have. <laughs> no. And, uh, well, <laughs> people can go back in the archives yeah. all the time. Rob would still be getting phone calls it's on Spotify. Well, they, oh, but I was going to say they wouldn't know, but we made a big deal out of it. The fact that he did it. Yeah. So they would know. <laughs> Someone like a bunch of people did call while we were sitting there doing the show, right? I think Didn't, a couple. When? when he gave his number out on the air, a bunch of oh, people yeah. called. Someone send you dick like. Uh, Someone okay, sent so, a dick pic. Yeah. So actually, now now I now I understand the post on our Facebook page. We asked our live customers to introduce themselves, and someone wrote, "I'm the one who sent Rob the Andy Dick." Pick. But there was a like there was a joke Andy <laughs> dick pic, but wasn't there a real dick pic? Ah, uh, Rob, Do you was remember? there? I believe there was. Yeah. Do you still so. have it? No. That <laughs> was uh, uh, Al from Death was with us while that happened. I think. Doth. Doth. Oh, why did I say Death? Sorry. I said Al right. The hard part. Yeah, that's not... why your your tongue was all twisted. And you uh, need to roll your R. Al. He came in from the Alpog. Oh God. <laughs> Oh I see. I feel like I can't even do that anymore because Sasha ah. Cohen does it. So yeah, he's well. nailed it. He's like Mishugi, Mishuga. <laughs> once again, he's killed one of our characters <laughs> by doing it much better. It's okay, but we we all allow it. I can't wait to go to Israel and call you while you're doing the show with an actual Israeli person. Oh yeah, and just. Make them talk in Hebrew. Yeah, ask people the directions to the airport and, and see how many different people you can get to say airport. What and time will it be there? Uh, seven you, hours ahead. You're going to be asleep. You're not going to still be awake. I'm going to be partying. 
They don't do that in Israel. Yes, they do. Busy studying the Torah. Oh, my God. The Talmud. Stop thinking that Israeli people are Orthodox Jews. They are. So you've never studied the Torah? Mm, Studied it? Never. You ever read it? Been around it or forced to read it? Yes, in second grade. Did we kill a water bug with it? (laughs) (laughs) It's very big and heavy. (laughs) Have you ever unrolled the Torah and had a water bug? Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) It's Elijah. He's come back in a different form. (laughs) (laughs) We must never kill water bugs in this house because it could be the prophet Elijah coming back. (laughs) We must put out breadcrumbs. All right. <laughs> like they call, they call up the exterminator. We have a terrible, uh, terrible Elijah problem in the house. Like Von Elijah, okay. Once a month, we come in, we take care of Elijah. But you have to call for an appointment. That's <laughs> like the people that come in and take out the chumets. You know about this? What is that? I don't know. Oh, yeah, when around you, Passover. Yeah, when you have Passover... Okay, so there's this whole process you have to go through um, that you have to remove all. It's called chumets, anything that does not belong in your house during Passover. Like roasted red pepper flavor, that kind of? (laughs) What? Hummus. Hummus. No, not hummus. Chumets. It's a different thing? It's a different thing. I know, they all sound alike. So it's Uh, tabbouleh? (laughs) Yes. No, baba ganoush. It's actually bread. It's like anything with uh, wheat in it, right? Oh, I see. Is it that? Oh, it's a lot of things. I think that's one of them. Well, that kind of makes sense. I mean, you're holding the bread there for another week. Just throw it out. I don't think it's just that because it's because they have people like companies that come Mm. into your house and they're like chumitz removers. Maybe uh, if if, if we haven't scared off Israeli guy... He can uh, yeah, send a voicemail in and, and explain it. Something like that. Is but, he uh, religious? I think no, so. But, I but he know. would know about this. Yeah. Uh, but right now, we go from Israel to Hamburg, Germany. As the Metal Injection Livecast is international. <laughs> and we're using Skype to yeah. call our buddy oh, Hanno. great intro music. What's up? How's it going, <laughs> Hanno? It's Rob. You're on the Metal Injection Livecast. Hey, Wob, what's poppin'? How you doing? <laughs> doing great. You got the New York accent down perfect. And, uh, <laughs> and I am here uh, with my co-hosts. I have Sid. Hello. Noah. Hello. And Darren. Me. Oh, four of you guys. Yeah, yes, four New York Jews. Oh, oh Jews? Jews, that's right. We're like, like Seinfeld. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay, cool. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, well, uh, hello to you guys. I don't know if you haven't met before, so... Uh, um, no, I don't think you've met any of these people. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, Hanno, uh, for taking some time. You are in uh, Hamburg. It's, like, pretty late out there right now, right? isn't it? Right now, actually, I'm in Bremen. That's a oh. ho- hometown where we born and raised, the range and I. So this is, like, I'd say, like, 60 miles south from uh, Hamburg. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, but pretty much the same thing, northern Germany. Interesting. And, and it's, like... Uh, one in the one thirty in the morning. There, it's not not early. That's correct. So I've been out all night drinking in order to stay awake because I'm like really lame. So when I don't drink, I go to bed like at fucking nine thirty or something. So I just been out and had a hard liquor in order to stay awake and talk to you guys. Wow, I'm so honored. That, that I'm you so would... glad that we're, we've contributed to the erosion of your liver. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you're welcome. No problem. So, Robert, one quick question. You're sure. the same Robert we did the, the wrestling post podcast. Is that yes. correct? Yes, you did an early episode of Squared Circle Pit. That's right. In Juggalo Bob's house, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> because me. I saw your picture and I just wanted to make sure you're the same guy. You are great. Good, good to be back. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks for doing that. Uh, that was a great episode whoop. of Squared Circle. Did a. Uh, did you reconnect with pro wrestling since then or not really? No time. With wrestling? Yes. I always do. There's pretty much no day I do not reconnect in any way with nice. wrestling. But I, as I said back then, I do not care too much about modern wrestling. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I follow you on Instagram, Robert. So I, I, I get reminded of a lot of great episodes in my life. Like we're talking like late 80s, early 90s stuff. And so that, that's that's my jam, you know. That's, yeah. that's the best thing I like, you know. I don't care about modern wrestling. It's legit and I appreciate it or respect it. But it's not necessarily, you know, my interest, you know. Well, very. Oh, I mean, do you like the like entertainment, like, uh, you know, like the the showmanship aspect of it or do you like the actual wrestling part of it like what is it are we talking modern wrestling or are we talking like wrestling 25 years ago wrestling 25 years ago the stuff that you actually watch um both actually i really do like the sport aspect of it mm -hmm. and i also like the gimmicks like the the characters way way better because on the one hand they're way more primitive way more one-dimensional and on the other hand they were so much more creative you know yeah. I, I just you know I, I, something about it i really like but on the other hand you know the thing is i've been a kid back then and being 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 like you know being a german kid in the early 90s you, you grew up on 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 like freaking uh, uh like 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 the, all the american movies and and like the western culture let's say wrestling for instance uh like there's a split between vanilla eyes wwf and <laughs> and uh, uh transformers and uh you know just like a great great rambo even though that was a little earlier but it was aired in the early 90s so you know it was been a great time what's your favorite vanilla ice song um, let me think. Um, I, I, I can't even say which is my favorite song, but I like that ice, uh, that, that, that ice house called like, um, ice, ice the, baby. No, fuck that. I mean, it's great, <laughs> but, but the, 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 he has a life record. Most people don't, know. It, it's like to the extreme. That's the, 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 the regular record. And there's a life version of that record, which is pretty, pretty good. Was that the I one with the Play That Funky Music White Boy cover? I thought that was his second album, I thought. Hmm. But it's on it in a live version. Okay. Huh. Could you imagine having gone to a Vanilla Ice concert like in 1991? I do yes. not have to imagine it because I've been to a Vanilla what? Ice concert. What? <laughs> Tell us everything. So I know exactly how it feels, and it was very sad because that was 2015 in Tampa, Florida. Oh, my God. And, and it was just been as worse as you would think it is. It was really, really fucking sad. Oh, my God. I swear to God, he paid people in order to party with him on stage. It oh. was just really bad. What did he pay them with? It couldn't Dude, have been money. I'm probably – I heard – 
last thing I heard about Vanilla Ice that he was like getting caught by stealing bikes from a random private people's like garage in Florida oh somewhere. Oh and I respect that because that sounds my like my lifestyle. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, so probably I don't know. He paid them with stolen bicycles, <laughs> <laughs> which is a freaking hard currency here in Germany. <laughs> also Florida, where I lived for the last past years. But yeah, nothing better by the stolen bicycle. So you moved to Florida uh, for a while, and now you moved yeah, back to I spent like you know when you know uh, like pretty much for the last three four years. I, I'm, I'm based in Florida, yes, but I bought a house there, got married, and all that stuff. It's legit. Whoa! Oh, yep. That's crazy. What part of Fl- <laughs> is it? Like the Tampa area, like around there, or? Oh, <laughs> Duke, are you kidding me? Absolutely not. It's Gainesville. Okay. All right. It's small. It's quite a little it's, You know, it's 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 more quiet. A lot of punk rock, which is a good thing. And uh, not not too much of a big city, and the outskirts are nice. So there's a lot of nature, a lot of gators, a lot of fishing. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's I'm not good with big cities. I see. So are you guys going to be touring with Less Than Jake anytime soon? Oh, it's on. I'm actually on that tour. Why are you talking to me at this very moment? <laughs> nice. I yeah. can tell you're into Scott. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. There's a limit. <laughs> They played with Bon Jovi. They're open to the metal. Yeah, absolutely. Metal up your ass. Bon Jovi. And if you if you have Bon Jovi on the one side and Let Them Jake on the other, Mantar is in between. Yeah. <laughs> that, now, that's a bill. They have a bon song Jovi, called, yeah, Let Them yeah, Jake, yeah. Mantar. They have a song called, like, like, All My Million Best Friends Metalheads. So they'd be your friend. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your situation. So you're sitting on some sort of a radio station what this is, is this I, I really have no idea you know i, I i'm not going to get informed by anything nowadays it's a very so. high-tech studio we're beyond the uh, the radio we're on the internet we're live on the internet everyone people are listening now live and then that's can, still a thing right internet yes mm-hmm. okay cool and then uh, people can download it later and listen as well. And the great thing with this show is that you can imagine us to be sitting anywhere right it's up to we're your sitting imagination. right next to you right theater now. of the mind not bad. I like that. That's good. Come close. Um, so, and you were based in New York, right? Yeah, so we're in Brooklyn. Big, Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're so based in New York that we don't go anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds very New York. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I also want to mention uh, Mantar has a new album coming out, which I'm really excited about. The Modern Art of Setting a Blaze. It's out August 24th on Nuclear Blast Records. And what I love about you guys, you're a two-piece, but you sound like you're like a five or six-piece. <laughs> and uh, you, you have a very explosive sound. And watching you live, you especially, because you're the only member of the band that's standing, you really <laughs> have to bring the show. Because, I mean, it's you and a drummer. The drummer, I mean, he's a great drummer, but he's pretty confined to his immediate area. But you're, you're, you're bringing the rock. Well, thank you. Yes, uh, I guess now that you mentioned that, well, I should ask for more money than him. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing I, way I'm more on stage. He's sitting. Well, he could get one of those drum kits that, what's his name, from Def Leppard had, where he hit, he had one arm, so he would just hit one pedal and 93 fills would come in. And, and then he could hey, get good a- news. Just got a shop off one of his arms. That's great. That's easy. 
We can top fucking Def Leppard and chop one of his legs and one of his arms. I was just saying get the pedal, but you could chop his arm off. If I you think want. you need no, a doctor. You're right. We're two piece. Nothing has changed. We're still a two piece. And uh, yes, the new record is coming. And um, uh, it's been a lot of work. And this is actually the first record that we recorded in the United States. We every, actually, even though I'm, I've been living in, in the United States uh, for for quite some years now. We recorded and done everything for the band in Germany, but now we made the step and started producing and recording in the United States, and that was a good thing because, therefore, I don't know, we, we just wanted to change the sound a little bit, not the general sound of the band, but, you know, we recorded the first and the second record pretty much in the rehearsal room here in Germany, so we thought it was a good thing to come to, to, to Florida and record it there, and, and I, I really do like, I'm satisfied, and... Uh, where did you record it? What was the studio that you recorded in? Um, the Blackbeard Studios in Gainesville. A lot of punk rock memories like hot water music and those kind of bands, you know. I don't know anything about that kind of music, but but I heard it's very legend in that small town. It, it, and in America in general, those bands were national bands. Yes, uh, slash which, are. Against me, less than Jake, hot water music, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I hear that from my friends in Gainesville. I, to be honest, I do like punk rock a whole lot, and punk rock got me into metal music. But that's not necessarily my jam. I have a different, you know, different, different kind of punk rock kind of, you know, like you like, like the dirty stuff. No doubt. That's <laughs> you're, you're just all about going. Yeah, exactly. No doubt. <laughs> uh, what, what, what's your vibe right now? What do you listen to now? Do you still listen to dirty music or do you have to change it up since you're, you know, playing hardcore and metal or whatever right now? Well, right now, to be very honest, I'm just very, very back to, to what I was brought up with, which is like mainly classic rock. You know, I still listen to, to I got a huge ass ACDC tattoo just all above my skin ass body yesterday all above my belly and then oh. that's pretty much what I listen to I listen to ACDC I like Thin Lizzy I like, like ZZ Top all that kind of stuff and on the other hand I spend all my nights pretty much searching for super raw primitive black metal music with like 124 hits for the last 11 years on YouTube stuff like that you know like like something between that that's what I listen to if the view count is over 300 you're not gonna consider no fucks giving that's fucking mainstream (laughs) (laughs) that's cool do you have a a preference for uh, ACDC vocalist Funny thing is a lot of people or that that conversation happens quite often. A lot mm. of people ask that. But I I personally, when I was when I got into ACDC, I was maybe like six years old and I bought every ACDC tape I could get my hands on on a flea market. And it took me, to be very honest, some years to even understand that there's two different vocalists because I was like a kid, literally like children. So. And and uh, when I started buying all those tapes, usually like blow up your video, fly on the wall, um, that kind of stuff, that was just the cheaper tapes. And therefore, I'm probably, and I don't know that, I know that it's not a very cool thing to say, but, but I was truth. very used to Brian Johnson, you know? Yeah. 
That's, I mean, Brian Johnson is a very capable vocalist. Do you remember the first um, tape that you ever got? And and how old were you? I was six years old and I was actually two tapes. It was like Highway uh, to Hell, of course. And even way more important to me, if you want blood, you've got it. That still to this very day is the favorite, my favorite record in the whole world and the most important and had the most impact on me because I immediately understood that, 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 there, this is great rock and roll music, but on the other hand, playing rock and roll music life is a whole different beast. And and then that 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 actually made me pick up a guitar when I was nice. I, I don't know ten or eleven or something like that. Of course, you. Who was the one that? Who was the one that got the one that tape? Because at six years old, you're not going to a record store and buying yourself music. No, we're talking flea market, and it was my dad. He had a very strong flea market face where he pretty much bought everything and tried to make some money with bullshit. And once he bought like 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 two big boxes of tapes and there were everything in there, like, like Beatles, Rolling Stones, Susie Quattro, all that kind of stuff, uh, um, status quo and shit like that and also acdc and i swear to god it was like i I'm probably 400 tapes mm-hmm. and i listened to every single tape oh, that's and threw them all in the, i threw them all in the corner and didn't give a shit except for highway to hell and if you want blood and i kept the nazareth nazareth tapes for the cool cover monster artwork <laughs> interesting so two of your favorite albums are ACDC's live album and Vanilla Ice's live album. You're just, you just have, you like <laughs> the, the raw live sound. <laughs> I would say it's one of my favorite albums the, as I a Vanilla Ice thing, but what I'm saying is just like when you're nine years old or something like that, yeah. you're in fucking heaven getting into the world of, of uh, professional skateboarding on television, uh, uh, professional wrestling and Vanilla Ice and still loving ACDC. It's a good life. Yeah. Yeah, a, a well-rounded six-year-old, if you ask yeah. me. Yeah, it's, it's a hail to the Western world. <laughs> How do you feel about Axl Rose now as the ACDC singer? Have you had a I, chance to see it at all? Like, Were you playing any festivals with them? Or I heard that a lot of my friends were just as diehard ACDC fans that I am, mm-hmm. saw it, and they were very, very satisfied. They said it was way better, much better than they thought. Mm. and uh, they weren't disappointed at all. They all said, I don't know what your opinion is about this, but they all said that he did a great job. I honestly got to be, I, when when I heard it's Axel Rose and it's not Brian Johnson, I gave back my tickets. That's oh, what yeah. I did. I gave back my tickets because I did not want to see it. And I, I think it's cool that the people like the X-Rolls and stuff like that, but I just didn't want to see it because I saw ACDC, unfortunately, only once in 2008, and that was one of the best days in my life, and I cry, cried like a freaking baby. And uh, I just didn't didn't want to even get close to the chance that, that I may ruin that. So I gave back those tickets I had. I appreciate your passion for for Brian Johnson there, and I completely understand it. It's not only Brian Johnson's my passion for ACDC actually, but then then and I'm glad that that people liked it. And, but you know, it it was without Malcolm, it was without 
Brian and stuff like that. I don't know if I have to see that. You know, even though I'm happy that people like it. I'm really, really happy about that. But for me, I did not need to see that. If I can just share something with you. So I was a huge Guns N' Roses fan growing up, like obsessively, like just an obsessive fan. And um, I was always like too young to go to their concerts. I finally went to the like first reincarnation of of Guns N' Roses with like Buckethead and um, like... I, I went to see that and it killed it for me. And my obsession with Guns N' Roses was done. Not that Buckethead or, or all of them were bad musicians, just it wasn't it's the band that, that I was so like craving to see. You didn't see them with Metallica? No. Oh. I was too young for that. And like, really? I don't have anyone to take me to that. Uh-huh. So good on you for not going. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know, but just I, I felt, you know, it was not the right thing to do. And as I said, I had tickets, I gave them. To friends that were happy and, and I just like you know I I, I kind of don't want to see it. It just you know it's too seriously. It sounds stupid, but it's just like too freaking holy and important to me. So I didn't want to see it. Totally get it. Totally get it. Is that the same reason you didn't see the all female Ghostbusters? Oh me? <laughs> no, no, oh. no. Oh. <laughs> see, I did see that. Um, <laughs> Funny thing, because I just literally when I was talking like with my with my friend today while we had booze in order to stay up so long in order to make this interview, <laughs> we were talking about the Ghostbusters. Really <laughs> funny. Like that was a big topic tonight that and, we've been talking about. The, but not no, I did not see that movie. And it's not because I'm anti ladies or whatsoever, but I, I didn't care for it. You're, you're not missing anything. The ladies being in it was the least of the problems with the movie. It yeah, wasn't the, the fact was that terrible. they were women. It was a horrible movie. I, I you, honestly, I don't see a lot of movies. To be very honest, you know, I just uh, I like movies a whole lot, but I never go to the movies because I hate cinemas. The concept of sitting with other people in a room mm-hmm. and and uh, watching a movie is like pretty much a fucking my worst nightmare. <laughs> Same. I, I really don't like people. Just got to be then, honest with you. But then I how is that like, different uh, from a concert? Yeah, that's right. How do you deal with the people there? Oh, usually I am on stage and uh, I, I come. That's different. So is that the real reason you didn't go see ACDC with Axl Rose? You just didn't <laughs> want to be around other people? You got me there. <laughs> True. Good job, Sid. Too many people. Parser strikes again. <laughs> Well, no, and, I just don't like movies as much as I like music. That's a fact. <laughs> well, we have to agree with you there. Hanno, thank you for taking some time. Yeah, and for staying up and drinking. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. I'm good in that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to again mention the new album, The Modern Art of Setting a Blaze. It's out August 24th. We just posted the new music video from you guys. It rips. You're going to be touring all over Europe this fall with Skeleton Witch. You got a bunch of festivals coming up next month. You're a busy guy. That is correct. And uh, we're working very hard to come back to the United States. It's on time, but we are still uh, looking for the perfect uh, time frame to do that. And uh, yeah, but I can't wait to be back. The United States has always been very good to us. And, uh, yeah, spread the word. And I hope there's going to be some people who are looking forward for us coming over again. I am definitely one of those people. I will actually leave my house to go see Mantar because I love seeing Mantar. You guys are great live. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. Have a great night, Hanno. 
You too. Thank you, Robert, and the rest of the gang. Uh, it was fun to talk to you. The same. Yeah. It was nice. very fun thank talking you. to you as well. Same. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Lovely fellow, that Hannah. Speed of Saint. <laughs> Once again, the modern art of setting a blaze. It's out August 24th on Nuclear Blast Records. Are you going to play a song from them? Uh, we'll link it in the you show description. You know what I like? I like when we have people from bands, and like maybe I haven't necessarily listened to them before the interview, but like after talking to them, I'm like, wow, I really want to support this guy because he's so cool. Oh, like Jason Newstead, right? <laughs> that was a good one. I've I heard of Jason Newstead before. I mean, oh. I was listening to his music before. <laughs> what do you think? I don't get it. Wait, was like he you honest, He was joking with you, uh, and you sincerely answered it. Uh, oh. It's a comedy show. No, come on, try keep up. Cha cha. Cha 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 cha. So I want to mention uh, what. What Blandington mentioned, uh, Clive Blandington, at the top of the show. Oh, right. And why did we have Clive do the intro and not Blandington? Chuck, Chuck is under the weather. Chuck's got Chucksacky. Oh, Cocksacky was Chuck it? Chucksacky. It's going around. He's got Chucksacky. Chuck Chuck he stretched his sacks. He's got rust all over his hand, foot, and oh. mouth. Oh. Uh, but so Disturbed, they've finally completed a new record. Oh. It's actually all Simon and Garfunkel covers now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying it's Alzheimer's and Garfunkel. Alzheimer's and Garfunkel. <laughs> oh, no. It's just an album about their Alzheimer's and dementia. I have to say this, and I just want to give you a little behind the scenes um, for my Drain Men drops. I have all these different types of drops, like Sid, Rob, Noah, whatever, are on a different little folder. When I go to the somehow my computer merged all of my drain man drops with all of my fart drops. <laughs> and I don't know how, but it's completely appropriate. <laughs> I love it. But so they just finished their new record, which to me is kind of comical because I feel like they're when they did their last record, they were like, this is going to be our last record for a while. We're not breaking up. Right. We're just going to go on a hiatus and uh, whatever, whatever. And it was like three years ago so it wasn't even that long ago they were a little uh, exhausted from yelling at people to get off their phones yeah. during all the shows <laughs> which by like for for newer listeners about a year or two no two years ago because they yeah. haven't toured for two years so they put out the album and then toured for a year and they're like we're taking a break which is bullshit i mean well i mean they did take a break but anyway <laughs> you're like <laughs> arguing with yourself now but anyway it's 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 a combination of of the bong rips i took yeah. and the caffeine just hitting me so i'm like super hyper right nice. now uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Rob. Have an internal struggle. It's Rob versus Rob tonight on the live cast. <laughs> but uh, so uh, two years ago, they were doing a show, and someone in the, there was a woman in the balcony, visibly texting on her phone, and in between songs. David D. Rainman, being Mr. Ego, <laughs> point- wait, he saw all the way to the balcony. I thought she was in front of him in the front row. So she was in front of the, the front of the balcony. Yeah, it was like one of those balconies that wrapped around, so it was like close to the stage, like relatively close to the stage. Oh just like- my goodness! So he, so what I'm assuming, he didn't see the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't see the phone, but he saw like the glow on her face, probably, and he called her out. And then this woman posted on social media that. It was actually an emergency because right. I forget exactly what it was, but it was something the about her daughter. Her. Yeah, like it was something about her daughter. And like it was a very valid reason that she had for being on the phone and just <laughs> exacerbated the the point that like, fuck you, David D. Rain, right. man. They can do whatever they want. Right. Like, but you know what? Even if 
she that wasn't important. Yeah. She's allowed to look at her fucking yeah. phone. Free you country. fucking dipshit. But anyway, flash forward uh, three years. Now they just completed their new record. I know a lot of our listeners are really excited about that. Can't wait. Uh, and in this the, this weird marketing thing, they're like, we want you to pick our first single. That's like the the headline, and I'm like, what? How are they? Because the record label won't return our calls. Because somebody has to choose. <laughs> well, my initial thought was like, wait, so you're just going to let people listen to, to a few songs, like a few new songs? No, you pick? have to choose from the name. Uh, no, it's not even that. What is it? You choose. Uh, well, first of all, they're like, we have many different styles of music mm, on the new album. Plasma. That we like for you to choose. <laughs> I imagine. Why not? Some some uh, disturbed klezmer. Yeah. What would that What would that sound like there? Hey Tito. Ah Tito Tito. What? Oh Tito Tito. What? What? Oh Tito Tito. What? 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 Now you're just throwing up. You got some upchuck on your mic, Rob. <laughs> Hello, Mazuza, my old friend. <laughs> well, didn't like Orphan Land use all those like Celtic? Uh, oh yeah, no, it? no. There's plenty of bands, but Disturbed. But anyway, so they were saying they got many different styles on the record, and they want you to pick. And the many different styles that you get to choose from are heavy or ballad. Just those two. <laughs> the, those are the many different. Like two is not many. Two this is just the a pair. <laughs> oh, pretty heavy. It's more heavy. dance. Yeah, dancey but heavy. This whole gimmick makes no sense to me because you got to figure the people voting are like the real diehard fans. Yes. And those are the people who give the least yeah. amount of a fuck about what the single is because they're getting the whole album anyway. Oh, well, and what I was going to say, they're never going to vote for the who's going to vote for the ballad? Who wants yeah. a ballad? And they also just want like, the same thing they listen to all the time because they have terrible taste in music. And, and like the first single off an album is supposed to be sort of like a marketing thing to get the most people to buy it. Yeah. And. Why are you letting your diehard fans decide that? Shouldn't like yeah. a marketing person just like something? Well, you nailed it, it. They won't return their call. Yeah, well, but but also though, it's sense. barely they're barely letting anybody decide anything. They're like, oh, pick a heavy song or pick a ballad. Well, so they that's probably a- have two songs there between, and that's just how they're they're not going to upload the MP3. Yeah. So one's a ballad, one's a heavy. Bullshit. Song. Yeah. Or maybe like. They did meet with the record label, and the record label's like, listen, your last, your biggest hit was this Simon and Garfunkel cover. We want you to, the single to be a song that sounds like that, because that's what everybody wants mm-hmm. from you now. And they're like, no, 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 we're a heavy band. We want a heavy song. Watch, our fans will prove it to you. They're all going to vote for the heavy song. And that's why they're doing this, is just <sighs> like to prove the point to the label. Oh, boy. Because I really don't understand the point of it otherwise. I don't understand the point of Disturbed at well, all. Well, yeah. Got to, you know, he's got to pay the bill somehow. Pretty good. Oh, this is the ballad. Is this the ballad? Okay. Wait, Darren, did you ever go see Roger Clark's band? We didn't go that day. Some other stuff came up. If you saw Roger Clark's band, we want to hear from you. 213-WIDE-NUT. That's 213-943-3688. And, of course, if you listen uh, via the archives, you can always, always email us with any comments, criticisms, or questions at hatemail at metalinjection.net. Or if you're technologically savvy, record a voice memo with your phone 
and email that to email at metalinjection.net or use our speak pipe widget on the uh, main page of our website, metalinjection.net slash livecast. Okay. And uh, speaking of uh, promotions, uh, gone awry. Marketing ideas. It's a gonorrhea. Yeah. Marketing ideas, gonorrhea. What is he going to say? Well, I don't know uh, if you saw. So Target. Did you ever have gonorrhea? Have I ever had gonorrhea? Has anyone ever had an STD? Do we ever ask ourselves that question? I have not. I haven't. Not that I know of. Should probably. Should we all all go and get tested together? Well, let's rub our privates against each other first. So whatever one of us has. Maybe we should be blood brothers. (laughs) No. A lot of people think you get cocksacky from being a blood brother, but um, you you don't. <laughs> no, you didn't answer the question. No, I've never had an STD. Darren? No. Nope. Too paranoid. We're all clean. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what I would call me, but well, for the most in that part. way, yeah, Free of not disease, contagious. at least. Yeah. yeah. Better than no nothing. No VD for me. Leroy is just chomping at the bit to call in and say that you don't wash your hands after shitting since you said you're clean. What's stopping them? <laughs> we uh, we were asking uh, before the show, Leroy. I know you're listening. Why you chose Leroy as your uh, pen name? Your pseudonym. Your pseudonym. Oh yeah, that's right. We were discussing that before. Well, we know why he uses a pseudonym, but how did he choose yeah. to be yeah. Leroy? Right, like why Leroy? Because that's not his real name. So please call up and answer that question, or don't. Or El Duterino, if you want to call up and explain for him, that's fine, too, since we already know why you chose El Duterino. <laughs> a funny thing in the chat here. My mom's from Iran. My dad's from Russia. I'm gone, Aria. <laughs> <laughs> who did that one? Coming in a Dorito bag? Oh. Who is that? Someone who was a regular? That or I don't remember. In the Discord. I know he's there all the time, but I mean someone with, like how Eggers is... Uh, Cut man Crothers. I'm not sure. Uh, he actually emailed uh, me, but he said he was he has not called in. He's oh, only okay. been on the chat. Uh, and uh, but yeah, so with marketing, so Target opened in the East Village and of, Manhattan. of Manhattan. And for those of you who don't remember the old New York, <laughs> uh, it. there was that's where CBGBs was. It, it opened. Like a 10-minute walk from where CBGB is. 10 minutes? Where is it, just so for New York? Avenue A and 14th. Wow. Or Avenue... Yeah, between Avenue A and... uh, That's where the target is. First Avenue. Yes. Just to be clear. Right, right, right. Wow. Uh, CB's was on Bowery and like like second... Yeah, like fourth, something like that. Uh, So anyway, CBGB is also, for the record, has been closed Mm -hmm. for... A long time. At least 10 years yeah. now. Yeah, thereabouts. And uh, so Target opened the store, and their whole thing is for the launch of the store. So the store is in a new building, like a condo development. And the first floor is a Target. And A condo development that no one can afford to live in unless you're comfortable. I do want to point out that these, I remember, like, because uh, I'm in that area all the time, it was like shitty old-ass buildings, so all of those people had to have been displaced oh, yeah. for this condo to be built. So that's already shitty, right. but whatever. And then so this Target opens on the first floor, and then they had a brilliant idea to have a, a marketing thing to like uh, 
pay tribute to the history of the East Village, mm. and it completely backfired on them. So the main thing that they did was they recreated the uh, CBGB's awning, the, you know, like if you've ever seen a photo of CBGB's, right. you know, the classic storefront awning with the, the country-style font. Mm-hmm. But instead of CBGB, it says TRTG, uh, TRGT, fucking dyslexic. And then it says, then under it, it says bands instead of what, whatever those letters were under CBGB. Oh, I'm F-U-G. Yeah. Why, but why does it say bands? What does that have to do with Target? So the joke was that there was like Band-Aids and like anything the Target sells that has the word band in it. But the so thing, just Band-Aids. Anyway, uh, uh, hold on. Headbands? Headband, yeah, like b- bullshit like that. <laughs> but the thing is, they weren't even selling anything. It was just like, oh, look, remember CBGB's? Here's the awning, but with a Target logo. And then there was also in the store, there's a big mural. Mural. A mural. Mural <laughs> with all <laughs> With all of the things that like East Village is known for. Like there was like a Ukrainian thing and oh. heroin needles. What's the mural where we can see this mural? <laughs> And, like, people are so pissed. And to me, I'm like, what are you pissed about? So this one uh, guy, Jeremiah Moss, called it the most deplorable commodification of local neighborhood culture I've ever witnessed. Who is this person saying? Who is he? Who are you? (laughs) I get get a a little bit obnoxious. I, I really do. But I don't think it's, like, to be that upset about it. Like, so... Well, what's upsetting to me about it is that some like, like you know, head of the marketing department at Target yeah. mm-hmm. thought about this concept in a boardroom. Right, I completely agree with that. I, 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 no, I don't. I don't. It's like authentic, like really to like pay tribute. This is a large corporation; they don't give a shit. CBGB mm-hmm. sold their rights to like Vegas. Right. Here, that's the thing. Right. Like people are like, oh, you've taken this holy memory of the East Village and you've corrupted it. And I'm just like, no, CBGB's has corrupted that memory for 10 years now. There's a yeah. CBGB's themed restaurant in Newark Airport. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Like CBGB's didn't serve food. Yeah. So how is it? It doesn't even make sense. Right. Also, the, it doesn't fucking match. I don't get it. Also, CBGB's was a capitalist. It don't fucking match. <laughs> CBGB's is a cap or was a capitalist enterprise. Right. It wasn't free to get in. You had to fucking yeah. pay to get in. And guess what? Those beers, they were overpriced. Yeah. They were they were there to make money. Well, if I might put on my uh, psychoanalyst. Sure. Ad, play, play the devil's advocate. I don't think they're really like when when some. First of all, I'm not defending that guy because that was a little bit over the top what he said. But I think that when people um, make that argument, like, how can Target come in here and dissolve my memory of... They're not really... At the same time, they're not defending CBGBs or saying that CBGBs was not commercialized. Uh I think they're just saying, this is my memory of it, and I don't want it soiled by the next company coming in. It's like Hanno didn't want ACDC soiled by... Right, Axel. Like, the, but that area has already it. The, like the argument is yeah, long it gone. Make, that makes done. them more sensitive to it. The fact that they live around this stuff all day and it's not the. It's I miss the old New York and another. It's totally another, that. Yeah, it's like another iteration of it. I think people have this really over glorified version of what New York used to be like. It yeah. wasn't that fucking great. It's like appropriating neighborhood icons. Come on. 
on, get over it. I mean, let me put it this way. I've lived in New York all my life. I love New York. I loved it back then, and I love it now. And there's a lot of things I fucking hate about it, too, that are annoying. And things back then that were annoying. Times change. Fucking get over it. Like, New York has always been the absolute world center of capitalism and commercialism. Mm -hmm. Like, since it was became a city. Since we stole it from the fucking, uh, I can't see, I shouldn't say Indians. Let me say Native Americans. Since we stole it, since we stole the land, it's been the center of commercialism. So that's, I mean, if you don't mind incorporating that already into your old memory of New York, then you're delusional to begin with. And it's also constantly changing and evolving. You could go, you could just stand still on any corner in Manhattan Mm -hmm. and there will be every age group telling every next age group, man, if you had only been here when... I was a kid. Yeah. It was so much better. And it's every year there's some more people. But also the East Village was nothing. It was a dump. It was a dump. Yeah, there and it's one of the head. few areas that still is relatively a dump. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Less so, Lower sure. East Side, maybe? What? That's like, why I said relatively. I mean, obviously, yeah, like bringing it's targets. Re- yeah. yeah, like it's. And here, so here's a. In that guy, uh, he's a writer for the Village Voice, which I mean, already you're kind of. Come on. So it's definitely. Definitely a 60-year-old guy that's about to tell us why. Everyone under 60 is horrible. Uh, Well, he goes, The Hollywood set fantasy included a life-size backdrop of tenements photo printed on vinyl sheets, which that I think is kind of fucked up. They had a recreation of the old buildings Uh that were on that block, like covering the fucking expensive condo to be like, Hey, remember, it's like the old New York, which Uh, is just like, all right, that's kind of, I I will give them that. That is tacky. Oh, the whole thing's tacky. Yeah, I don't yeah, disagree yeah. with that. At all. Uh, and then he goes, there's a fake stoop on which a hip hop dancer wore a Target bandana t- tied around his thigh. Red Target branded buckets for imitated bucket for imitating bucket drumming sidewalk buskers and a red newspaper kiosk that looked a lot like the ones that used to carry the village voice. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Print edition. Oh, really? They don't yeah, know. they don't do the yeah, print edition. Anymore. That I didn't know. Uh, inside the I store, miss the old village voice. Yeah. Inside the store, painted on an East Village themed mural above the cash registers, were the words "NYC New Yorkans" and "Poets Cafe." Okay. And then he goes, as neighborhood appropriation goes, creating a crass and cynical simulation of the local New York streetscape is bad enough. I wouldn't say it was cynical. It's very cynical. It's I cynical think. in the way all marketing is cynical. Yeah. And Go. also, like, do you does he think that this actually worked on a single person? Because if not, then why even get upset at a failed marketing attempt? Like, yeah, clearly they weren't manipulative enough. Like, what's the problem? If it if it's a shitty thing, then failed. Then good. Shut up about it. Why you bring more attention to it? He goes worse yet. It's this very ecosystem that is being erased block by block by the presence of chain stores like Target, as well as by big developers like its landlord. Uh, but again, there was nothing on that area. That area was, it was just like a bodega, like bodegas and, uh, like laundromats. That's what, well, I think there was also like a lot of culture there and stuff, but I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, can't get too exercised about all this stuff. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Times change. And at least to remind maybe people like, wait, what, is, what are they marketing? What is this supposed to be? Oh, there was a concert venue who played there. Let me look in. Like, mm-hmm. what's the negative? 
Yeah, is uh, somebody going to walk in there thinking Agnostic Front is waiting for them? Like, what is the down? Like, who cares? Yeah, someone who just wants, like, you know, on-sale garbage bags yeah, or whatever. Yeah, or towel. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Christina Blondie even commented, saying the marketing stunt was grotesque on the level that it's an attraction that will seduce people. It's a false god. Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, yeah. And it's the antithesis of what the club stood for, freedom and individuality. Oh, stop. That, see, that's taking it too far. Like, I, when you start out by saying that... Hold, if you Wait, let, let me finish to, to so you hear how far he takes it. Target is just mass sheep appeal. It is massive conformity. Okay, what have you done in the last 30 years? Like blondie. Other than sad reunion tours. <laughs> with the corpse of debbie harry signing out of car wash yeah like just this is just sad I, yeah i don't like I, I do like i agree with the underlying premise of what they're saying like i do think this is really like shitty pandering from a company that's really n- has nothing to doesn't give a shit about that neighborhood and i do think there was some life and character to that neighborhood that was awesome and there, there is I, I can understand someone being kind of wistful about it like that Oh, now there's fucking targets here. Like, if it was stopped there, I would agree with but them. But also, there's been a Kmart in that neighborhood right, for like exactly. 20 fucking years. But I can understand. I, I do. <laughs> I, I will. I'm not saying like there should never be stores there. Yeah. I'm saying like when I feel like what Target did in this store is kind of rubbing the residents nose in it a little bit. Like, hey, you're. Your uh, neighborhood's really cool. Look at all these things that we're replacing that used to be here, and we're gonna put up like some wallpaper of it. You know, that's kind of kind of a shit heel thing. But I also to be that angry yeah, about it. Yeah. It really d- doesn't. In like, 1996, sure, but I feel like we have bigger fish to fry in 2018 than to be mad at a Target ad campaign. I, there were probably bigger fish to fry in 1996 yeah, too. Also true, but especially now. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I feel like if you live in that, if you can still afford to live in that neighborhood now. Then you're probably not someone who has any right to get mad right. at the yeah. gentrification of that neighborhood. Well, Unless you've been living expensive. there and your family just keeps passing down the apartment for like over 30 years. Even then, fuck you for getting such a great deal. I'm jealous and I hope bad things happen. Oh. <laughs> Fucking rent control motherfuckers. Give me an apartment like that. Mingus. Let me. Yeah. Put me in that spot to be mad. <laughs> you want you want to be a Neorican? You want a mural of you in that target? Sure. If he gets to pay 600 bucks a month for rent. Seriously. Yeah, right. Fuck's sake. Fucking Sid wearing a Kangol hat and eating a tres leches. <laughs> <laughs> Break dancing got a piece of cardboard. I'll do it. Yelling at his kid. Like yelling at his kids. In the f- <laughs> Papi, why are you listening to Cynic? The fuck? <laughs> fuck out of here. It don't fucking match. <laughs> Can you imagine Sid? Just Sid breakdancing is so funny to me. I wish I, wish I knew like... Uh, 3D rendering to do yeah. like a instead like a of a gift. dance yeah like a instead of a dancing Sydney. baby a dancing Sydney in a tracksuit tracksuit and kangle hat you eating carrots carrots you're not you still breathing fuck oh, out of yeah. here fuck out of here that's me now dude Reno notes big bodega was Rob's nickname in high school <laughs> I'll take it. I like bodegas. I'm a bit Let fan. me express myself. No. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Speaking of politics, this ad, I can't believe it. No, you sent it over. Mm-hmm. You sent it over. I was say, what happened there? Things to be concerned about. <laughs> don't match. So this uh, 
Florida. He's he's running for governor. Governor fella. Governor fella. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. he run around with his ass out on uh, Borat's uh, show? <laughs> give it, we maybe there's a few weeks left. It's possible. Oh yeah, wait. So very quickly, uh, I watched Who Is America with my dad. Mm. Oh god. And he was just like. This is not real. Like, they know it's a joke. And I'm like, no, Dad, they don't know it's a joke. They think this is... Who are you? (laughs) They think this is, like, a real, like, some kind of, like, prestigious interview. And I... Okay, so um, he was, like, laughing at some of the things. uh, But we got to that interview with the the Israeli guy teaching um, that Congress... Was he a congressman? He was a state representative. State representative. Mm, I believe. Um... I think his name is Jason something, right? Sudeikis? Yes, that's no. it. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so when he when the guy took his butt out, my dad just got up and just made a beeline for the exit. Really? He Why? Was, well, he, he thought it was ridiculous and he thought it was fake. And I'm like, no, dad, that's Fox News. <laughs> that's Fox News telling you to say that. That's not. This is real. This is how these people think. So finally, like there was like a little bit of a breakthrough because he's like, OK, well, if. They really think that toddlers should have guns. Then they're idiots. They're stupid. So I feel good about that, guys. That your dad isn't completely like Fox News crazy. There's still some humanity in there. Yeah, there's like a a glimmer of of hope. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But you said your mom liked the show? She uh, she saw... I don't think she actually watched the show. I don't think she has Showtime, but... uh, she must have seen the Roy Moore clip from this week, and she thought it was pretty funny until I pissed all over it. They, he was the Israeli character, and he's interviewing Roy Moore. This was, I think, before the election, so it was still, like, candidate Roy Moore. And uh, he was telling him about oh. how they have Israel has developed this new technology, and it was like a metal detector wand, but he uh-huh. said that it can tell if you're a pedophile or not. And it'll buzz if you're a pedophile. And he waves it all over himself. He waves it all over like one of the cameramen nice. and nothing. And then well, he accidentally yeah. like 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 waves it in Roy Moore's direction yeah. and it goes off. Yeah. He's like, oh, this must be yeah. broken. I didn't need to calibrate it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then he brings over a, a, a crew member and, it, you know, it's oh, quiet yeah. for that guy. And then Roy Moore leaves. End of scene. Yeah, so. so is this before like the news broke out about him and that and that woman? Like, no, 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 it was no, after. It was after that. Was obviously, after. They wouldn't oh. have known to do that otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so like obviously Roy Moore like pretty instantly realizes that this is a gag and just is like, all right, fuck yeah. this, I'm leaving. So there's no like wacky escalation or him right. trying to defend himself or anything. He's just like, all right, I'm out. And that husband. was sort of like the highlight of the episode. Everyone knows my husband. Sorry. Every- everyone knows my husband Ron DeSantis is endorsed. What is this oh, stupid okay. Twitter video? This is the oh, okay. so this is the commercial that uh, we were for. Uh... Oh my god, this is scary. Okay. For the governor's race in Florida. Everyone knows my husband, Ron DeSantis, is endorsed by President Trump, but he's also an amazing dad. Ron loves playing with the kids. Build the wall. He reads. Uh, playing with the kids is like him and a toddler. A baby. With like like these play bricks building a wall in their bedroom. Yeah. And notice how she says that he's more than just like a Trump guy. And then he's what happens? Also, in the a dad. My husband Ron DeSantis is endorsed by President Trump, but he's also an amazing dad. Ron loves playing with the kids. Build the wall. He reads stories. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good question. He's endorsed by Trump, 
But he's also an awesome dad. It's like I think she's saying you don't know. It's not like there's more to or. him than yeah, just that. You, you only know, just you know his, his public persona is awesome because Trump see. likes him. Right. Mm. Makes sense. Listen, I think this is good marketing because it's obvious they know exactly how stupid their voters are uh-huh. and exactly how to pander to those morons. Well, yes, oh, hold on. Florida. All right. Let's just get through this. He reads stories. Then Mr. Trump said, you're fired. I love that part. He's he was reading the art of the deal to the baby. So like a little tiny baby. That's a good way to get votes by uh, saying you side with employers that uh, f- put people out of work. He's teaching Madison to talk. Make America great again. People say Ron's all Trump, but he is so much more. Oh, the ad is all Trump. Yeah, though. he's only Trump. Is this that's like this whole, the whole ad is how much he likes Trump? It's a, it's that's the joke. That's yeah. their form of joking. Yeah. Like they're saying, oh, he's so much more, but all the more stuff is also Trump yeah. stuff. Wait, I think, think it's intentional. Was, Am I being just, triggered? That lady didn't write the fucking like. copy. Right. And then the her baby has a said here read this in front of the camera. She said okay. No, it's a wink, wink joke, but it's just still dumb because it's in defense of Trump. Should know. Ron DeSantis. We're not in defense of Trump, but it's like if you acting like the tr- being associated says, with Trump is a good thing. If you're a Republican right now, it is. Right. If you want to win your election, you sort of have to. Yes. So the graphic says, Ron DeSantis, conservative warrior. Uh, if so, you go to his... Listen to me, Donald Trump! Well, the ultimate I am the conservative warrior, and I support your tax cut. <laughs> Yeah. If you don't build the wall, brother, I'm going to go get Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and I'm going to put him. <laughs> I'm going to shake the ropes on Mexico and throw Hogan in there. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Call out Tito Santana. You and I had an epic battle where we flew over the Atlantic Ocean. It destroyed the whole island of Puerto Rico. <laughs> and I will never fix it, Hulk Hogan. They called it Katrina, but it was the conservative warrior. The warrior. <laughs> All my little warriors will goose step right to the polls and vote for me, the conservative warrior. If you even think about voting for Medicare for all, the conservative warrior will show up and shake the ropes and gorilla press slam you back to California. My space force will pick up all the warriors, take them to Mars and Jupiter, and bring them back to Earth to vote in 2020. For the conservative warrior. He's certainly got my vote if I would have been living in Florida. Whoa! After that ad. What is a scary, pl- scarier place to live? The Panhandle of Florida or parts unknown? It's the part. same thing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, parts Unknown isn't, isn't the panic. I plan to never reveal this, but Parts Unknown is actually Tallahassee, Florida. <laughs> I love the Cracker Barrel right outside <laughs> Tallahassee, brother. It's the parts you'd rather not know. <laughs> parts better left unknown. <laughs> 
get the chicken fried steak. Say the warrior sent you for 10% off and a free cup of coffee. Even the conservative warrior does not have access to his little conservative warrior because they are locked up behind chain link fences. <laughs> Pay no attention to the ice agent telling them to disrobe. He's just a conservative warrior. <laughs> Listen up, Latin America. You cross over into the conservative warrior's land. I will take your baby and I will fly it all the way to Nebraska and you won't see him for 40 days. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. Lots of fun. Oh, yeah. he's dead? I didn't know. <laughs> what? Well, on the inside. Can't imagine that someone with that temperament would <laughs> pass away at such a young age. Well, uh, so Mr. Sexy had a much chiller temperament. Oh, that's right. Nikolai Volkov, uh, oh. that truly affected me hearing sad. the passing of Nikolai Volkov. What's, what's crazy is that he went in for a checkup and he had to, the oh. doctors told him he had to have bypass surgery and he refused to have the surgery and a month later he died. Oh. Wow, how old was he? 70. Stubborn. He's pretty old. Uncle Nikolai. Yeah, full life. Did uh, you say that? Wow, my throat hurts. Wait, what? Just <laughs> from all the warrioring. <laughs> oh, I thought from uh, all the kernels and the popcorn. I, yeah, was, I just no, I didn't notice till you fucking had to say that that my throat hurts. You, <laughs> you triggered me. The conservative warrior will trigger all snowflakes with their avocado toast <laughs> and their mocha frappuccino. <laughs> the conservative warrior wants all his little warriors to listen to the lobster Jordan Peterson and clean their room and wash their penis so they can get laid. Conservative warrior is very bad at Facebook and YouTube for banning Alex Jones, the true info warrior. The heat in this room is from the conservative warriors and not man-made global warming, which does not exist. The conservative warrior will seek out all gay frogs to ensure there are no homo. <laughs> sexual you can say homo it's a character <laughs> I am no character I am no conservative warrior there. okay there's a snowflake behind the mask <laughs> homo sexual <laughs> homosexual yeah uh, while we're on the topic of politics uh, metal injection, you know, we have a, a very uh, split base, although majority uh, Democrat. I, I looked up the uh, the, the stats. Oh, stats. That was exciting. Yeah. Uh, Wait, but anyway. you can, that's a stat you can actually look up on your website? Yeah, it's, it's like scraped by other, you know, like Internet-wide bots and stuff. There's a right? service. Yeah, there's a service. What? Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but when you're on the Internet, you're you're being tracked. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Ugh. But anyway, so I posted this, vi or a writer actually posted, Cody Davis posted this video, and it's footage 
from Donald Trump's Hollywood star being vandalized. Somebody uh, took a pickaxe one day, went to Donald Trump's star, mm-hmm. fucked that shit up, destroyed it. And then called the cops and called himself uh, and uh, uh, turned himself in. Yeah, turned himself in. Wanted the credit. And what's crazy about it, what, what what's funny about it actually is, is that, that the person, Donald Trump's star got destroyed. Well, that for sure. <laughs> That's the first. The thing person who bailed him out was the first person who vandalized yeah. Donald Trump's teamwork. star and got arrested, or or you know turned himself in. Good praxis. Anyway, so we. Uh, <laughs> We posted this video because someone put slow heavy metal music to the footage of uh, of the star being destroyed, and it's wonderful. It fits very Is well. Is it the ballad or the heavy? Yeah, one? I was about it's to. It's the ask. heavy one. Oh, okay. And yeah. uh, what's funny is that on the on metal injection, uh, the like the comments were like. Hey man, let's keep the politics out of metal. Ah, shut let's up. Keep the, uh, the, here, here's a few comments. The pathetic mainstream media left-wing politics <laughs> promoted on Metal Injection is the worst aspect of the site. Everything else I like. <laughs> so, okay. I like. Uh... Wait, Drama wait. queens think they're raging against the machine or something. Big political babies. Uh, Isn't that what the, that guy's doing? Like by raging against the left wing evil media. Yeah. Don't reason with them, Darren. Yeah. They sorry. can't stand it. By it your mean. logic. So, uh, whoever says rock and roll and politics should be separated is a communist. Mm-hmm. Sorry, goons, but metal equals politics. I guess this is a trolling. If uh, this one, if somebody taped Hillary's conversations, uh, had she become president and done this, they'd be crying foul. Who's they? I, I they I'm part of metal injection. They call it an invasion foul. of privacy or some <laughs> shit. Hypocrisy is more than just a band. I think they should what? give Hillary Clinton a star so we can jackhammer it. Actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, but now there were a lot of people in the comments that, that were sensible that like so much of metal. Here's a comment. So much of metal is about smashing the established power structure. Yes, that's what I was going to say. And not building anything in its wake. Just destroy the establishment and let the ruins burn. So, of course, this belongs here. A guy smashed a useless piece of metal that props up the powers that be. That's metal as fuck. A useless piece of metal that represents a useless 310-pound Ziploc bag full of Wendy's grease. (laughs) But my point is, like, why would you... You're a metal fan. How pompous is it to go, I think smashing things is wrong. We shouldn't do it. Well, we they, shouldn't break things. They said the same thing when Dimebag's grave was desecrated. Yeah, it's so like, uh, you know, it's so lame. It's like, wouldn't yeah. you be, even if you like Donald Trump, it's like, oh, somebody broke something. Like, yeah. who, why does that upset you so much? What a pussy. What a bunch of fucking pussies. Aren't these Trump supporters also like very against the Hollywood elite? And this is a Hollywood landmark that's been vandalized. So well, the, there's a okay. So here's a response to this comment. Uh, I would make a counter argument that uh, the uh, 
that so much of metal is not about the established power structure, that it's only a small fraction. But okay, don't get me wrong. I'm not a big fan of the celebrity culture at all. But think about this. And this, culture. this makes no sense. When you seemingly have almost all of the establishment and media going against one person, whom do you think the real villain is? The real. The real. So he's saying Hulk because- Hogan, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the real villain. He's saying because everyone- First of all, I love this everyone against Trump He won fallacy. the election. Yeah, like, yeah. Who, there's like, a few million that like- There's not everyone against- Fox yeah. News certainly is not against yeah. him. Yeah. There are sometimes. I feel like they're in the never-Trumper- uh, zone depends if you're watching the uh, news portion of the day or right. the entertainment portion it really of the did, day. like there are certain personalities that kiss trump's like fox and friends yeah. is all the way and up Hannity Trump's Hannity asshole. And but shepard smith yeah. and uh chris wallace there's like a yeah. split just like there's a split in the real republicans there's a yeah. split between the fox people mm-hmm. but anyway it's very me- like it doesn't matter who the president was like right it, like using that dumb example of Hillary Clinton had a star right and there was someone that went and smashed it and oh, it, they'd be it was jerking off in the to metal music we'd write about it yeah. like yeah and they'd love it if someone it would complain fi- look, yeah. if it was a Bernie Sanders star right. and then and it did it we'd write about it like a, if it was a Bernie Sanders star like you think I'm gonna lose sleep getting upset that somebody <laughs> broke a fucking yeah. I'd say oh that's stupid yeah that's it the yeah. end I'm done yeah neither would Bernie Sanders yeah he, he, he would, probably wouldn't want he the star give a shit. he'd yeah, rather exactly. donate that money to like he'd probably support the person who broke the star for president or shortly after they broke it can I, speaking of Bernie Sanders, <laughs> I, I noticed a weird thing in the news this week. Mm-hmm. So Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, mm-hmm. she hasn't yet actually won her right. congressional seat. Her I primary. mean, it seems like a she's foregone conclusion, but yeah. she hasn't actually done it. But yet she's already going around the country with Bernie Sanders campaigning for other people. Isn't that sort it. of putting the cart before the horse? I think she's just that popular. But she has all this publicity, so she's trying to prop yeah. up other people it that just, I have know the same issue. On that to get level, them, to get them yeah. on the news, to get them all the... Like, to give them a rub off of her publicity. It just still seems, it just feels weird to me. I also it, like that Bernie is associating with her because Bernie is really, like, been saying and doing a lot of shit that I don't like lately. Like what? Like, he, like propping up Israel and, uh, they, oh, he didn't, he would not commit to abolishing ICE. Hmm. Uh, uh, he, he, he eventually. He says we need to reform ICE. We no, need no, to, no, he eventually uh, he, walked back the right. He got he pressured into it. Yeah. But hey. He said that's he, good. I, that's yeah. what you want. Politicians. He, he did actually. He was one of the people that were like, oh, we need civility or whatever. He he was saying right. that like, I'm like, no, we don't. But I mean, bro, he's still by far the best, like prominent, yeah. most left major national candidate. Like, I'm not really shitting on him, but for him to be like latching on to her tells me that he's like being drawn in the right direction. You know? And also she is like it is a majorly democratic district so i know but even still i feel like you shouldn't get to campaign for other what you still have a campaign going on you haven't won your seat yet she's still she's campaigning for herself as well though she's just tireless man she takes care of her shit and then she's all around the country doing other stuff it seems i don't know it just seems like giving the guy a shot at the title belt after he's been in the company for three weeks she's only going there talking like saying this guy's awesome or whatever she says but who is she 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 has her she, platform out there. People know. She's a, yeah, she, she's yeah. a candidate that people Everybody's like. She has a voice, she, but she has she, done literally listening. zero so far. But it's, it's she the voice beat, zero behind. She it beat uh, like a 
15 year yeah but what has she like actually done she's not in office to have done anything yet right but she's saying she's what her beliefs are yeah it's so, just yeah. i don't know it's just weird to me i think like actually get the job first and do something but so she's so she shouldn't be doing anything like what should she be doing right now that wouldn't in be new york campaigning she does that she's as well to then okay much, then just yeah. just do that but that's she doesn't really need. So that's uh, the rest of the time is wasted. Then she shop for furniture for your office. But, but this wouldn't like, it be more helpful to the cause to help get other people yeah. into Congress that could all vote similarly on the same issues? Well, we'll see how that works when the elections happen. If it actually helped or not. Well, okay. I mean, but could, you're saying it's weird. But this is how you do. It. But even if you lose, I think it's worthy to get that shit out there. Like I don't want to be like the Democrats where they go, oh well, the Republicans are in power, so we don't have to say any good things about any topics or anything. Like I like the fact that you pound these things over and over and over and over again, even if in cases where you lose, you still put that shit in the water for people who do agree with you, and it can promote it. Isn't know? it better to win though? Of course it's better to win, but you know, She's you almost win. guaranteed to win. I'm not saying her. I'm saying all around the country. So she's trying to help them win by using her newfound popularity to get behind people that may not have she's had that prominence. She's doing the right thing. It, I know. It and also, still I think, seems weird to me that like she, like she, it, it could be such a meteoric rise to like just being that person that now you could put... You've had your shine for three seconds and you already have enough of it to put on someone else. Well, that's she's, more of the, that's more on the media, though. Yeah, that's, well, not, that's, that's not her fault. But she, all of this stuff to... that she's doing is all... It, it's not of substance. Like, it's for promotion of getting someone a job so they can do substance. So it's personality-based. So she has now this cult of personality that's developing around her for once around somebody that's actually awesome... But she I hasn't done good. anything yet to be awesome other than talk. All right. I agree with you. But I mean, well, if that's not really true, she's she's been she was just like a community organizer and stuff before she got into politics. So she's done some stuff. She hasn't sure. done it in government. Yeah. But I mean, people trust her. People like her. What's wrong with. But also, this? I think that's part of a, a movement right now that there need to be there needs to be new blood. Right. And it's been so long since there there ha- has been a sort of new face of the Democratic Party like this, that people are excited. That's yes, true. I feel like but I think that's part of it, like that we're so desperate for new blood mm-hmm. that the we're like that the first one that comes along is like Jesus Christ resurrected. But, like what's wrong with her? She, there's nothing wrong or right with her. She hasn't done anything yet. That's my point. Like right. get in office and do some but, shit. And but I think it's worth it. It's worth something to hear someone saying the things she's saying, which are like almost like verboten in U.S. politics. But and Bernie also, Sanders has been saying all of them but forever. Not so really. I, she's to the left of Bernie Sanders. And I think she does a much better job of explaining her position on yeah, issues. True, true. And, you know, like, look, she is much more attractive than Bernie Sanders. Like that's Bernie true, Sanders too. is like an old curmudgeon and she's a, a young uh, a very well spoken, so attractive you think people woman. People are going to vote for her because they want to smash. No, I'm saying it's no. it's easier for her to captivate the the audience to to get across her message. I think it's just good to use everything that you have in, at your disposal. Like I don't think people should be like, oh well, I haven't won a seat yet, so. I don't deserve to be out here on the campaign trail. No, good. Go speak. Speak as much as you can. Be on Stephen Colbert as Isn't much as you can. Like Trump still going around. Yeah, the it's he's the president. Does. He's actually he's won an election and is in office. Yeah, but yeah. why does he need to be doing that? That's all. Because that's the only place do. he could go where people like him. Yeah, that's well. He's I, a I lunatic. Don't know, Are man. we really saying well, if Trump can do it, so can she? That's no, what I'm I what I well what I'm saying is that. The fact that he does that is not what makes him bad. What makes him bad is his policies. I think people should really look at Trump and study what he did and how he won 
and use that, but for good things. Well, not everybody has Vladimir Putin's phone number. Oh, him. come on. That's like a discussion shutter downer. There's, no, there's no way that's going to... You've got Trump's lawyer this week coming out saying collusion isn't illegal. I mean, what's next? They're sort of setting up... I mean, do we really want to go collusion. open this can of worms, or do we want to move on? Because I mean, that's going to be a half hour talk about discussion. it for a few minutes, but like, what? News. how did the Russians... Get Trump elected. Just simple question. Hasn't it been established that they no, no, let's, in, like, let's assume nothing has been established. Media and they hacked the Democrats' emails and all of this stuff. You don't think that had any impact on people's votes? Uh, impact how? Like, let, let, like I'm going to ask dumb questions, but please. Like humor people me. seeing those Democratic emails and be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going to go vote. Well, I but think those emails are things that we should that we should have known anyway that were kept from us because it's they, privacy. But I think you... those are things that our, our government transparency uh, laws failed to do and that our media failed to do by covering these things. So the fa- I don't really care if Poland or Russia or anybody released them. I don't, that's not the point. I'd rather be more upset about what was actually in the emails than worrying about who released them. Like that's some kind of and also if to it our, was what's different... in those emails is much more of an affront to our democracy than like a Russian hacker or whoever. That doesn't bother me but nearly also, as though, much as Hillary Clinton. But also, being though, an so if it, like, like, yeah, like Hillary Clinton was not as exciting of a candidate to have, like, how do you lose to Donald Trump? Like, now it just seems whatever. So if, like, for example, she did win the popular vote. She yeah, won, yeah, yeah. like, the eighth smallest popular vote margin in history to, like, a fucking Nazi that admitted raping people. Like, that's not she really... She didn't campaign That's not those... really a good, a good like, uh, backup for her case. I don't think but she... But it is would... a fact that she won the popular vote. She did. It is a fact and that... And it is a fact she... that Russia colluded with... Or it's looking more and more like a fact that a, a foreign power colluded with a campaign to have one side win and the other side I don't... Lose. I think... How do they get... have one side win, though? They didn't have... Like... I, I'm not going to argue that uh, people of Russian descent may have taken out Facebook ads and made pay pages right. that I spread agree. propaganda, but that doesn't win. People, it. Let's that say might people have, with Russian IP address. Yeah, let's that might have. That's what we know for that. Fact. That could. That's not going to win an election. Like, that might sway somebody's opinion. That, like, how do you feel about that? I feel. I, I don't. Well, feel some like, of those swing states, she lost by like a fucking thimble full of votes. You don't. So think isn't that more on sw- her though? For but not you don't campaigning think it, those? both things contributed? I don't think that. I think that. But okay, here's the thing. Right, what's ahead, the Rob. difference I keep between stepping on Rob? What's the difference? I'm trying. Like I think we're doing a great job of being as civil about this as possible right now, which is why I'm not like we should Except move on. Except all the yelling. Uh, I always yell. But like so. What is the difference if a Russian person created a, a blog with negative comments about Hillary Clinton and if somebody actually they were pretending in, to but, be American? Okay, but okay, okay. So what's the difference if it's someone it's, pretending to be an American posting this blog criticizing Hillary Clinton, or just someone from Kansas who wrote a blog criticizing Hillary Clinton? Would that what's, be swinging the election? Would that be swinging the election if there were a bunch of people that created American a, swinging an American election is a, is just an election. But it's not. But the point of that whole. What are we even fucking talking about? This is absurd. I. What are we talking about? I think it's absurd. I, I completely I think agree. The, this, I is, think, this is why I didn't want to go here's into the thing, it. No, no, no. We're, I think we're like the argument that we're making is like, so what if they created like, how did they 
wouldn't there have to be something in the things that they created to sway opinion? They hacked somebody's fucking email. They didn't hack the Republicans and release that too. That right there on its own. But the it's things enough. that they released in those emails were like true and damaging things that they wanted to cover up. So, so then so let's see the Republicans' emails I'm too. I'm not arguing with you. If, we, did, if also, we saw the though. Republicans' emails too, I'd be very happy with that too. I'm not like saying that it's bad to release Republicans. The other emails. thing, let's... They hacked the emails, right? Like, it's not like they went through this crazy, intense process to hack the email. Why are you making excuses? It's still a foreign adversary doing this. Why are you yelling? Why are you like we're talking calmly? We're trying. This this is why I don't want to open this. No, no, no. I don't understand. Well, then calm down and instead of being calm, I just don't get it. (laughs) You're not supposed to tell a person who is irate to calm down. That's like that's a trigger word. Keep getting angry. Okay. Uh, I'm. We're on the same side. We're just trying. I'm I don't trying know to have this. It, it seems like like I okay. Am, the, the I am whole compromised transparency by thing is very important for us to know. Mm-hmm. But it seems like you're not really perturbed by the fact that like a like an, a foreign country hacked into. I'm not. I'm not emails. perturbed by that any more than I'm perturbed by our own like entities within our own country owning our democracy and rigging our our elections i think what I think it is, that's I, way, I, I, way I worse to make my point i right. think what it is is that you guys are both so anti-hillary that mm-hmm. you don't want anything to fuck with the narrative that she cost herself the election she and ultimately just, she, she did, did there, oh, it's there not, we go here's Case the thing closed. here's the thing i but she did i can agree with you on all this all right. i could even, even if i agree with you like okay yes russia hacked john podesta who clicked on a random dumb phishing email that victim you get blaming cool 20 t- what do you mean victim he's a fucking campaign manager Rob, he should know how to, he should know how to use a computer Rob, okay he should down. know not to fall for the most basic phishing scam so okay so he deserved it cool and now we have no, Donald no. Trump. He should, no, it's cool. not that he should. He should take some blame. But we don't. You're, you the he dumbest took you're making a you're, you're making an unsupported assertion when you say John Podesta clicked on a phishing email. Therefore, now we have Donald Trump because it under it's very like flat, simple statement. And it, I didn't say that it's loaded. You did. You just exact, exactly quoted you. You said there. Fine. And now we have Donald Trump. So that means if he didn't not click from on that a, one specific thing, I don't even care about John Podesta. But John Podesta's email is where those leaks came from. And so allegedly. you're misinterpreting what we're saying. We're saying even if all that is true, ultimately Hillary lost. If Hillary but she didn't have But ultimately a foreign power fucked with our election. Ultimately, even over but the specific people who were in the election. But you weren't this mad about our people inside of our own government fucking with the primaries or fucking with our I elections. Because I was fine with both candidates. But so if the actual thing you're mad about is election rigging, you should be incensed about that. You're you're no, just incensed. Here's the thing. Here's you're incensed the thing. that the person you wanted lost. No, That's what here's you're the thing. About. It's sort of like if you can say shit about your relative, but if somebody outside your mm-hmm. family does it, then it's a problem. Uh-huh. So, so if Democrats within the party are fucking with each other, whatever party politics, that always happens. That's fine. But when somebody Why outside the fine? fucking country, because that's how it's always fucking been. So that man. because that, so uh, but when another so, that's like so an other countries, war, so that's other like, okay. countries trying to influence another country's yeah. election is also how and it's always been. And we fight been. back against it typically. So you're saying we should sink we don't a Russian let them nuclear win. sub? Like what? Should, we what should don't we let do? them win. What should we so do over? So what should we do over Facebook? Nothing while fucking Trump is president. But okay. So what should we right. do? You're Trump, president. Trump gets impeached tomorrow. Hillary Clinton becomes the president I don't in think a coup. That would work. Let's just what? make it up. Let's just make this up. But just, All right, forget Hillary Clinton. 
Trump gets impeached. There's a president who you approve of that gets to be president tomorrow. Should they launch an attack on Russia? What no, I don't do? want World War Three. But you sanction the fuck out of them at least. They're already being sanctioned. More. They're over, well, what do you want? To, what, specifically, what should we do? Bankrupt the fucking country until Putin has to <sighs> but leave. But that's office. an act of war. So is what they did. This Facebook memes are not 9-11. I'm sorry. Hacking emails of political parties. I haven't mentioned fucking Facebook memes one motherfucking right. time, wow. man. Sid, it's it's ridiculous. Remember, yes, I am. Remember 10 I minutes ago when I'm like, oh, we're doing great. This is, this is my tone with my mom when I, have to, when I used to have to argue Fox <laughs> News politics. Can I just, let's, I feel let's about back YouTube up. Right let's back up from that point. I think that's really stuck. more on you that you All can't have a normal Don't antagonize him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's back up from that point because I think we're, we're getting snagged on that. When anyone said, not you, anyone in general says we had a hacked emails, therefore Trump won. That to me has, contains the underlying assertion, which is not true, which was that Hillary Clinton suddenly became unpopular after that happened. There's she plenty was of like unpopular th- people that won the presidency. But nobody... At th- we had an unprecedented election where both candidates were like hovering in the 30s. That okay. has never happened before. I know. We had two incredibly unpopular, gaff-prone, horrible, despised, warmongering... Uh, well, their, they, their platforms were for warmongering and pro-Wall Street and all this bullshit. Running against each other like somebody had to lose. She was incredibly despised, and he did a better job of campaigning against her. And he uh, had another world power in his corner, and she did not. But those are things that we should have known already. Is my point? Like, why what should? About, like, why all is those meetings that he that his like kids were setting up? Those, you mean you're talking Russian. about Donald Trump Jr.? Yeah. Well, I think we have a shitty. We have a shitty electoral system, and I, I would agree with you, like, in an ideal world, we should not have any oppo research. But I think if you want to criminalize opposition research, then fine. Put Donald Trump in jail and put Hillary Clinton in the next cell and put Barack Obama in the next cell because they Nobody's all fucking saying do it. Re- it. It's colluding with a foreign power. But do you understand that? Do you understand that the people that were in that? And this is not defending Trump because I do think he's a piece of shit, and I think we would be have a much better country if pieces of shit were not the two choices for every presidential election. But as long as that's the case, that is not illegal. No matter where the person is from, whether they're Russian or whether whatever Israel Saudi Arabia influence our elections and our politics if, a thousand if the times Trump every campaign Tuesday. colluded with Russia to hack the Democrats emails people will go but to prison that is illegal you're conflating Russia which is Putin sent operatives over there to meet with Donald Trump Jr uh-huh. with people who are Russian that is not the same thing huh not everyone from Russia you is a Russian agent you don't think the people agent. who did the hack were working for Putin i don't th- Hold on, you're back. In, we're, t- we're talking about Donald Trump Jr. now, and no, I don't. There's n- they have not established any evidence. Th- they have there's they haven't even presented evidence that there was a hack. That's the first thing. Then who are all those people that were indicted? A indictments weeks ago? are not evidence. You, you ever hear? But those? you need evidence to indict. Did someone, you ever hear that? No, did you ever hear this? The legal saying you can indict a ham sandwich. No. I, the easiest person in the world to indict is a a, a Russian. Who does not live here? Who will never stand trial? So you think it's fake? Other than a Muslim terror? No, I don't think it's fake. I'm saying when you have to present evidence before I believe something, that goes double when the guy who's presenting the evidence is a guy who was an architect of the Iraq War. I mean, this is the CIA we're talking about. These are people that lie for a fucking living. Like you cannot tell me. 
their intentions are good. They just want to protect the United States. Like this is we fall. We fall. The United States. No, it's not that it's bad. It's that you're taking it on faith that that's what they're doing and that there's no agenda. They don't want to ramp up war rhetoric. You're taking it on faith that the CIA is telling you the truth. That is incredibly naive. So that's Bob Mueller is that's how we got the Iraq war. So Robert Mueller, you're saying, is the special counsel to start a war with Russia? No, I'm saying that Robert Mueller needs to present evidence before I believe anything is he is saying because he is he has, well he hasn't said a word yet okay so i don't you can't hand me an indictment and say look at all these facts that i have in front of me this is a this and is a, even in the indictment there was a very clear statement that said there's no evidence yet in the ind- we're in this indictment no, not right, that okay. there's no evidence so just where's the evidence? in this particular okay, so indictment. there's no there has not been any evidence presented evidence publicly and i'll jump on board there's your ship. collusion so there you yet. go yet okay yeah so, but so, the, the president's lawyer is saying this week that collusion isn't illegal. Why? Why is he's he a fucking that? idiot? Right. I'm not. Trump also Rudy. said it in a tweet today. He's a fucking idiot. I'm not defending I think, Trump and Giuliani. And I'm not defending <laughs> Trump. I do think that what he's marble mouthedly saying in that statement is that what what they're talking about in that instance, Donald Trump Jr. meeting in a room with Russians, is not the illegal form of collusion. To say collusion isn't illegal, it depends on how you define collusion. If you define it as Russians came to my office and offered me information about Hillary Clinton, that's not illegal, especially when the information didn't change hands. And it's not illegal when Hillary Clinton went to Russians and sent whatever his name was, uh, Steele, to Russia to talk to Russian Russian agents to get information about Trump. That's not illegal either. It's shitty and scummy. But it's not illegal. Like, I don't see how that's illegal. Like, who's going to want... How can, how can you put someone in jail for that? What's the legal precedent? Has anyone ever gone to jail for that? I don't know that anyone's ever been caught doing it. Like, not presidents, but anybody. Has anyone ever been caught doing that? I mean, treason. I don't... That's not treason. Colluding with a foreign power to in, infiltrate... It's like Watergate. Was Watergate not a crime? Treason is for when we're in, at wartime. We're at war with an enemy. That's attacked us. That's what well, is. that it's hack very, it's counts not, as an attack with an e- from an enemy. So now you now you're back to calling a hack, which is also not proven yet, an act of war. That that's requires a response. Like if we're at war with Russia, what happens next? We go start sinking subs. Like this is very but dangerous not, rhetoric we're using here. This isn't a war with bombs and tanks and stuff. It's um, it's a 21st century war. It's 21st it? century war. So what do we do? We send them a virus? Like, sure. what do we do? No, we hack their elections now. We get okay. Putin unelected. We already did that in 1993. How do you think we got Yeltsin? It was on the cover of Time magazine. Like, yanks to that the wasn't rescue. so bad. So it's okay when we do it to other countries. Yeah, because I live here. Okay. Well, then, okay. You're not, then you're not against it in principle. Like, there's no principle I'm against people argument. fucking with my country. Okay. Got it. I live here. Since the patriot, the and also I our- at that point still had family in Russia, so I'm allowed to be okay with what we did. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, folks. I think that's a good, good place to to curb that. Convo. I think the good place was about eight minutes ago. Mm-hmm. No, it was okay. Let's was okay. all sit and. Uh, Bond over a bowl of holidays. I, I I think it's good because I feel it, like Noah. I feel like nobody really has that kind of conversation. Uh, like to, like we're all uh, on the uh, uh, left side of the of the table. We would say, Sid, would you say you're on the left? I'm furthest to the left from where I'm sitting. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> now by far. Well, to me, my you left. Mean Darren positioned is, at the table. Darren, yeah. Darren oh, okay. is at, at my left. Like I'm sitting up parallel to you so but uh, there's my more left people and right on my side of the table so we're the opposite. dominant side 
Okay, you might be the dominant well, type. Well, Rob's the, the top. top. Yeah, thank yeah, you. So. And I'm the left. Uh, but so uh, I don't think there is this conversation with people on the left who have disagreements about this. So I think that's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm fine with it. And I'm curious. I like having these kind of arguments. And I'm, I'm curious what our listeners think about this actually as well. They like where, all what, feel what, really what, uncomfortable. It's like their parents fighting. I don't think we were. I don't think we got that bad. I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel uncomfortable at any point. I think it was the no, no one's mentioning it. Oh. Um, I th- I think it was the like probably the most civil we we've talked about that, but it still got pretty loud. I like it. I like getting heated. It's all love. Yeah, I know. I, I would never love. hate you, Sid. Yeah. Just think slightly less of you. That's fine. Stop. <laughs> okay. What? It's don't, fine. Don't speak for me. Please. I'm just kidding. It was a joke. It was Do a you joke. Have any voicemails or emails or um, anything else just to cleanse the palate? Let's. Do we have any voicemails? Are you going to rub these voicemails on your palate? Or didn't you have like drops or something? I had a few, yeah. You want to hear them? Yeah. Yes, please. These are old drops that... Uh, hold on a second. These are old drops that I found. It was like a packet of drops that we got, but I imported all of them except for the Zach drops. So it was a bunch of Zach oh. drops. Zach Amico. Zach Ooh. Amico. Some semi-regular guest on the show. Yeah, also Still neighbor. Alive? Yeah, of course he is. Here they are. I don't know, of course. Now, we may have played them the first time through, so I don't know. But even if we did, it was a while ago. Jerk off session while I get my ball sucked. (laughs) I'm into that. You're out of dick. (laughs) I let him set the rat trap off on my dick. (laughs) Ouch. The amount I take my dick out. He loves talking about his dick. These are all dicks so far. Here's one that's not. Well, it may be. Dirty dick. It may be. And it was like I put my dick in battery acid. Yeah, it just said battery acid. I was a little 50-50 on that. If I'm catching brains at this point, i got to take it out. Okay. We're I wasn't getting my dick pierced and not immediately have sex with somebody. Wow, that's amazing. Like, literally dick. every single one out of seven of those was about dick in some way. The only one in which he didn't say the word dick <laughs> was catching brains. Yeah. If I'm catching brains at this point, I got to take it out. Which is about an act performed on his dick. Yeah. Wow. And it referred to his dick. Pretty yeah. crazy. Well, there you go. Those are the drops. Little dick for you. Oh, what? He's, he's considered a blue comedian. Neutron Noah brings yes. you the dick <laughs> clips <laughs> on Metal Injection Livecast Radio. You're the Serena Altschul of you porn. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. Yeah. Oh. You're welcome. You like, she doesn't know what you porn is. That was too many. No, of course I do. <laughs> Serena Altschul was a. She was like the. Empty. She was like the like Kurt Loader successor. The, the poor man's Tabitha Soren. Yeah. Oh, she was Based like post Tabitha Soren. Yeah. Things are cooling Tabitha. down after a debate between Sid and 3D. And Rob. And Rob was in it more than I was. Oh, yeah, Rob. Shouting. Remember, so remember let's start back, over, n- Neutron Noah. Hold on. Remember back when the political, the big political question was if Bill Clinton wore boxers or briefs? 
Remember when yeah. that was a thing? Remember that simpler yeah. time? You know, I, I yeah, and I, and I also remember when he was uh, fucking up all the the media companies by right. allowing monopolies. I think that's a. I heard someone say almost the same thing the other day about Obama. Like, remember when we had Obama and like the biggest controversy was what kind of mustard he had. But that's like because nobody covered any of the shitty things that he did. Like, yeah, all the presidents do shitty things. But let's not say that it's equal. No, 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 no. Back up. I did not say. No, 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 no. I didn't say it's equal. I did not in any way. I would not in any way say it's equal. I think Trump is the by far the worst mutation of the strain that we have as presidents in this country. (laughs) But I do think the silver lining of Trump being so shitty is that he calls attention to this stuff. It's like people are paying more attention than they've ever had. Who never paid attention to politics, even under Bush. Like it was me. horrible yeah. are now paying attention because he's so out of the norm of what a president is yeah. like he's so crude and vulgar he looks like a fucking idiotic <laughs> raccoon dipshit um his new like promo video what? i saw it because dave hill <laughs> replied to it it's basically like a montage of trump and like the Capitol Hill and, and oh, they soldiers. put these out every yeah. few days and like you it's know, always good at with like uh, little Kim in North Korea and how like Trump oh, did all this thing. Kim Jong Un, little Kim, little Kim, Kim was the father. Yeah, little Kim Jong Il. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I yeah, like just because Gross. he's so he's so repulsive in like every way. I think it gets people into looking at these things. But you also have people that never did this before, so they think, oh, everything shitty about the U.S. started on January 20th, 2017. That's a fair point. Which I think is dangerous because, you know, we can't let the guy that comes in and replaces Trump, uh, that's the savior, to be like another Obama. Also, I think a a big issue with the outrage is there's lack of follow-up. Like... Uh, you could be outraged about something for a day or two, and then right, the, the media too. narrative kind of moves on from it. Because there's always something new, you, outrageous happening. It's impossible. Right? Yeah. No, I, I spinning plates. I, I don't disagree there. But like, for example, with the the kids being separated from their parents, at the, a good amount. On, I feel on like on it's MSNBC not, and CNN. Ugh. I still see it most days. But it's there's also things that there's also things that get way too much coverage that should get zero, like Stormy Daniels and fucking like. What was the new the Playboy Bunny that he banged? Karen McDougal. Well, yeah, that whatever. might be his undoing though with the right. the tape and everything now, which it's so it, it is really uh, pretty like Michael Cohen. I've hated him for so long. I, I feel like I you know like when you discover a band before anybody else, and then everyone gets on the bandwagon. You're like, hey, that's my that's my bandwagon. Like, I hated Michael Cohen, like, the moment he had that, even, like, when he was doing interviews on Trump's behalf during the uh, election. Sure most people already hated him by then. No! Like, with the whole thing with the polls. When oh, he's yeah, like, yeah. what polls? What polls? Yeah, what polls? She All of them. Like five and then he's like, All of them. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was, yeah, that was. But even, but that anyway, so. first hit single. It is pretty great. Demo. Yeah, it is pretty great that, like, <laughs> he was the one that got caught and, like, Trump immediately, obviously, like, Dumped him like a sack of shit. Mm-hmm. That's what he does to everybody. Yeah, but then he was like, "Hey, it's kind of a mistake for you to dump me because I'm the one that, that yeah. cleaned up all your fucking bullshit." Yeah. So now he has all this evidence, and so I do kind of love that. Yeah, that is pretty great. Yeah. But I will contend. Now, this is something, Sid. You and I, we we don't have to get into this, but I I think Pence would be a million times worse. Like, I don't want Trump to be impeached. Right. We've Just had yet. this discussion, and I think 
if it was Pence who won the election, it would be worse. But given that he would be filling, he's the vice president under someone who got impeached under these circumstances, he would be completely neutered to do anything major, especially after, huh? I don't agree with that at all. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I think he, I think. What things did Gerald Ford do after he took over for Nixon? Completely different. I feel it because I feel like. First of all, Ford wasn't even elected. Pence was elected to be the vice president. Ford was the Speaker of the House. Like He got thrown because Agnew resigned also. He got thrown into the job. But on top of that, I think we have a situation. Like back then, I feel like we still had some semblance of a democracy. Like I feel like now, like just military industrial complex just basically controls our country. And the reason they want Trump out so goddamn bad is because he'll like you know, sign 90% of this ghoulish shit that they want to do. But like that 10% when he's sitting on the crap reading a sack of White Castles and an accidental good thing falls into his brain. And he goes, hey, let's take the troops out of North Korea. And they go, what the fuck did he just say, Wait, this we, fucking guy? We had troops in North Korea? Uh, not in North Korea, on the North Korean uh, border. But in have South- we actually done that yet, though? No, no, we didn't because they came out the very next day and they were like, Mike Pence even said he was the one that made the statement. He's like, uh, the president misspoke. We're not we're not doing that. Don't worry. Like they immediately. Same informed. thing happened with the NRA yeah. when he, when he yes. was like, I'm going <laughs> to after that shooting where he was like, I'm going to enforce this yep. thing. And then the next day he's like, actually, I'm not going to. Yes, but with, then yeah. him saying that and then never actually following up on it. So what's the difference? Because they're preventing him from following yeah. up on it. Like, I feel like he gets the mistaken impression that he's the president uh-huh. every few weeks. Uh-huh. And just by the fact of him being like a whim controlled senile hunk of dog poop he says things on a whim yeah. accidentally that are good the broken clock yeah he's he also like he we need we need to lower uh, pharmaceutical drug prices for every all americans and they all what the fuck like nine thousand yeah. phone calls went off in washington what <laughs> yeah. does fucking idiot say so if you get rid of him you have Pence. Pence will not do that. He's a polished politician. But he Trump the doing that doesn't actually lead to any. It never actually happened. So what's really the because difference? they don't even want that in the water. They don't want it to be seen that a Republican president can do like some something that even appears to be compassionate. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I think they want the guy that reads off their script. And that's it. Well, Bush was that guy, but he did a compassionate things once in a blue moon. Like, like what? He did compa- like helping cure AIDS in Africa. I like think that initiative is a huge deal. You know how many lives he saved by doing that? He didn't have to do that. You think Republicans gave a shit about that? I think comp- he saved lives legitimately. Well, he also uh, uh, ruined and ended a lot of lives as well. I so never maybe said it, he didn't. But maybe most Republicans would do that without the saving part. He at least did the saving. So partial part. credit. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying he was great, but really the my my point with the, this little thing is just I miss a time when I didn't have to think about politics every fucking day. <laughs> well, that's all, and that's not a th- an option now. I want to go back to thing. I. Uh, every I mean, day. really though, like, do you, would would it change if you like? W- why can't you not pay attention? I just I, there's too much going on. It's it's but like how Sid is how, a very anxious person, right? But how how has your life been affected by Trump being president? You're a fucking white guy living in New York. You're all right. So are you? Yeah. So, so all right. So I so still, we're fine. I ha- I know people whose lives are affected. I think what my question would be is like, why is it suddenly that we have to pay attention to it now? Like a lot of this stuff 
a lot of this stuff was at an eight and Trump turned it up to an 11. It's not like it came out of thin air. You know what I mean? Like we were still holding people in cages at but the border. More people were getting more rights. It was slow, but it was still trending in the right direction. And now Boy, it's going in the know, opposite man. direction. I don't know. Oh, oh, you don't know, but you're not a gay person who wanted to get married. You're not a trans I don't, person. No, no, no. I'm not saying bathroom. that some. For a lot of people, a lot of important Whoa, things calm happen. down, dude. I'm, I'm saying I'm not saying that some people didn't get more rights. Yeah. I think other people are getting less and less rights. I think black people have less rights in this country than they had 20 years ago. Or 30 years How ago, so? they're getting choked out openly by the police they in the were, street. That was always happening. Yeah, but the militarization have... of the police force has been climbing. Mm. Yeah, the I amount of the military only, style think... weapons the cops had 20 years ago was they're not, not as many. They're not choking them out with military weapons. They're choking them out with All their right, hands. But, or with, yeah, but then or there's also the tear gases. Guns. The only difference is that now we have cell phone cameras to film the shit that they've been doing. I don't. Know, I don't agree with. That. I think the the. I think there is also more awareness of it, but I also think the police are very. Dem- demonstrably increasing their authoritarianism from what it used to be. They ju- they're they're more able to get away with it because they have the backing of the media now. The media is completely corporate controlled in a way that it wasn't 30 years ago. Like there was pushback against this stuff. Like when there were protests and people used to get mowed down, you didn't have like 47 Sinclair stations all across the country saying that protesters were rioting and they deserved to get... Like look how fast Occupy Wall Street got fucking labeled as a as like a crazy left wing like bullshit movement immediately like that very night well, if they when had they first... like leadership or a coherent message maybe it would have oh that's fine but when all when like f- 50 stations around the country all read off the same script saying they're a bunch of like unwatched hippies that don't know anything about, mm-hmm. about po- but those economics. stations are a lot of preaching to the choir anyway i look, like the local version of fox news all i'm saying is i think i think things have been shitty and declining for a long time. I think Trump is like the culmination, the worst of it. But I think so. When was like the best time? Uh, the most recent good time, I would think, was probably FDR. But Jesus Christ! Do you like, think it's been declining ever since then? I think. What about yeah. you? What about you? So what was the best? I time? think FDR is years ago. The last closest thing to a good president. What, when? Jesus when was the best Christ. in your in your lifetime? Carter was okay. Carter did some shit that I don't agree with. That is, wow. I did not think you had such a dark view of recent history. Holy shit. We've had basically Republicans and Republicans masquerading as Democrats for the last 25 to 30 since Reagan. You expect too much perfection, man. I mean, it's just you're not, you, can, you're you have to really sit it. down and look at what Clinton and Obama did. They're not just, oh, they were good, but not perfect. I mean, these they're basically the two of them are responsible for rolling back so many Wall Street restrictions and like like uh, media restrictions and conglomeration of media and deregulation of all this different stuff like they're they're why Republicans are allowed to run rampant now. As I said, nobody's perfect, but a lot of people have way more rights and better lives because of things they did, because of Obamacare, because of legalizing Obamacare is a huge failure. Obamacare is why we don't have single payer now. He had we didn't have either before. Right. We we didn't have either before. It's a little shitty Republican incremental increase that throws bones to the to the HMOs, to the medical insurance lobbyists, that he had control of the ent- both houses of Congress and the White House. Could have passed anything that he wanted to if he had any backbone. And he said, no, we're going to pass something that protects the rights of insurance companies. Okay. It's an enormous um, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that Goodbye. was checked out.
but okay. That was doing doing things a little bit a little bit better, less shitty than Republicans is not helping anybody. Like we have to actually go left. If we don't actually go left in this country, we're gonna just keep going in this cycle of Trump, but and I, then slightly less bad than. But Trump. I did just list a bunch of people that were actually helped. Okay, but I didn't say that every single every single thing that each one of these guys did was bad. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I, yeah. I'm saying that overall things have been on a downward slope, and a, what a lot of the shit that Obama did led to Trump. They get they gave Trump almost unilateral uh, uh, spying powers. Obama signed it into into. Do you know that Trump had already won the election, and Obama signed a bill saying that the president has so and so spying powers raised to the nth degree after he left office. He knew Trump was coming. I Why do you hand that off to him? I still can't get over the fact that you think FDR was the peak of American life. Um, The peak? I don't know. You, That's you, what you, I asked. Like, I feel was, like there's no good way best? to answer that question because I just think that this is a really... I think what Darren was saying is FDR was the last fully honorable president. A fo- no, I don't uh, want to say uh, that either because uh, he, you know, he's also... He, most, he couldn't he fucking the, walk. Well, that's too. It's so easy to be honorable when people control jerk. where you go. No, he's also the guy that put like <laughs> Japanese people into internment yeah. camps based on racism. But oh, that I was mean, him. Yeah, but no, my point is like he's the closest <laughs> thing we had to socialism in this country. But the country wasn't at its best then. I'm saying when was the country the closest? Well, how to are you defining being the best? best? That gay people had rights, the then it's the rights, best now. Yeah. But is that the only thing no, that but matters? The, just most, the most I people mean, I, having the I most rights. I feel like this is, a, this is an argument that like centrist people make a lot. That like, as We can bomb the shit out of every country. We can persecute journalists. We can blow shit up. We can sell out everything to Wall Street. But it's okay if gay people can get married. No, it's of course it's good that gay people can get married. But that cannot be like the crux of what we fix in this country. Like That's a good thing. But I, I feel like they use it sort of as a Trojan horse to say, look, we are the party that cares about gay rights. And then they're persecuting people all around the planet. Like, that's not that's not how our country should operate. And I think it's I think it's a scam. OK, I think that's a good. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be long winded. No, it's OK. Uh, but I'm curious uh, if you didn't tune out yet. What would you think of this conversation? God. Don't give don't our listeners us. some Listen, fucking. Credit. I want to go on record. I, I, I think this is a great conversation. I want to go on people... record and say, I, "Do you really want to talk about this?" And you all said yes. So then, don't get yeah. mad at me for having. No, nobody's mad at anybody. I don't know. I'm not you mad. Just said I, if you're still listening, you know, like we're made, we just yeah. did half hour boring bullshit. Oh, I don't think I thought it was great. I, uh, but Good. like Noah was over it. So like, if there are people like Noah, I just heard the same thing being repeated over and over, and I agree with what. Everyone is saying. That, so. I don't know how that's Way to possible. take sides. <laughs> you agree with what everyone Goddamn is saying? Goddamn centrist. I agree from parts. Part. <laughs> <laughs> Neutron Noah over here. Basically neutral like, Noah is more like yeah. it. Am I right? Yeah. Pretty neutral on this topic. <laughs> Darren made some great points and made some great points. Rob, he chimed in pretty well. <laughs> Darren was making points great again. Just a Trump lover. <laughs> I think it was very clear from everything I just I said just, that like, I love I just don't When I called him a 310-pound <laughs> bag of Arby's grease. You said Wendy's. Oh, if Wendy's, it was Arby's, sorry. I would have taken your hate of him more seriously. <laughs> Wendy's is good. And a senile old fuck that uh, reads uh, Fox and Friends website on the crapper. He doesn't this, read. This podcast offers something for everyone. Oh, but oh you missed yeah. your mark. Sorry. <laughs> Fired. All right, hold on. Let me read to you again. 
Well, Darren's the sound guy. Get oh. Gideon Yego in here, stat. Neutron Noah over here, again. <laughs> <laughs> the Metal Injection Livecast <laughs> offers something for everyone. Is it a paid advertisement? What is this? I tuned in for the news. This is a promo sale. Oh. Get with the program. Get with the promo. Conservative warrior thinks all of you are ingrates because conservative warrior is a huge Donald Trump supporter. <laughs> conservative warrior thinks my taxes should be lower and Jose should go back where he came from. Uh, what you're saying is Jose is a piece of shit? <laughs> conservative warrior thinks that Jose Megan is cool, but all other Jose's, <sighs> not so much. The only Russian meddling that I believe in is Rob meddling with his Chinese food from chopsticks <laughs> and putting it in his belly. <sighs> We're out of here. We'll see you next week. We're going to have Dave from Revocation. Sitting in on the entire episode, and we're going to play another game of death or no death. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Hope you can tune in. Please make sure to follow us on social media, facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast at MILivecast on Twitter. And uh, we'll be back next week for Sid, Noah, and 3D. It's Rob. Thanks. Smell you later.